Hey there, movie fans. Hello, hello. We are back. We are in Oklahoma. I'm Allie. I'm Mitchum. That is Mitchum. Hey, it's finally fall, guys. Woo woo! The weather is nice. Uh, yeah, it's cool. We, we will have it's what, not a million degrees. We will have three weeks of fall in Oklahoma. Just just <laughs> yeah. to let you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, in other news, besides the weather, we have a returning oh. guest from episode four back in March of 2020. My brother Grayson. Hey guys, thanks for having me. It's yeah, so great to be back. Yeah. Oh, and Grayson has a movie he's going to share. It's very special. Mitchum and I will not see it. They're too scared. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you well, saw it because I wasn't going to yeah. see it. So. so, but I might, I might stream it. I might stream it later. But we're excited that he's going to be. It's his. Oh, it's my, it's my movie of the year. I mean, I'm, I'm not like these guys. I'm not a, I'm not a movie addict. But it was definitely my favorite movie I've seen so far this year, and I'm trying. I'm doing better than usual. All right, All big right. talk, so big talk. We're gonna we're gonna introduce that movie to you later on. Exciting. Okay, well we got to get to the five. Yes, let's go. All right, so Allie, as you know, a couple of weeks ago we talked about a movie mm. called The Bike Riders, which is based off a book. Maybe they'll change they the name. Still this is my advice. Tom Hardy's 1960s motorcycle gang. Well, we have some recent news about some additional cast members. Norman Reedus from The Walking Dead has been added to the cast. Perfect. Perfect. Casting. Michael Shannon. Yep. Love him. Yep. And then Boyd Holbrook, who was recently in Sandman. And Vengeance. And Vengeance. That guy's everywhere. Yes, and he he's is. good looking. Yeah, he is. He'll be everywhere. And he was also in Logan, too, way back in the yeah, day. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, so he's yeah, going to be It's going to be good. Yeah. He and might I, play like a... I don't know, FBI and guy, kind of? I don't maybe. know. Maybe. And the Jodie Comer, she's still... Yes. But these are just yes. new people they yep. added. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Oh, I'm so excited about Ooh, this, yeah. you guys. Um, back in March of 20... Back in March, I guess, we talked about um, on episode 57 how they were making the Ferrari story. Mm-hmm. And it's about Enzo Ferrari. Yes. Adam Driver's playing him. They Perfect. recently released a picture of him. That guy can do it all. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he has his hair all slicked back and it kind of has gray he's, in it. He's pretty phenomenal. Yeah. Like, there's he's no... Well, yeah. Like, I, I think when he first hit the scene, a lot of people thought he would fit a mold. But yeah. he's got a lot of he range. He started out in the girls. Girls with Lena Dunham. Yeah, that was her little series that she mm-hmm. did, right? Yeah, I think yeah. that was his first major thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it takes place in 1957 based on the book Enzo Ferrari. Um, I will put that picture on my post after Yes, know, yes, after this. do. So, it's a good, it's a yeah. good photo. Okay, what else? All right, so... Um, been seeing this for a while. Wednesday, Tim Burton's Adam Family uh, has been disclosed that Fred Armisen is going to uh-huh. be Uncle Fester. It's coming out on November 23rd. Eight episodes on Netflix. It follows Wednesday Adams' years as a student in high school, possibly. Yes. Um, and you know, Tim Burton's back. So I, I had no interest in this because I'm really not into the Adams mm-hmm. family. I just, I don't know why, but... I watched the trailer. It looks pretty good. I'm excited. It looks Yeah, dark. I mean, Netflix has been doing pretty good because they brought back mm-hmm. Sabrina as well, and mm-hmm. that's done pretty well. Yeah. And I think uh, Christina Ritchie is supposed to be coming back as yeah. well, yeah. who well, played the original yeah. and I, Wednesday. I love the little girl. Oh, yeah, she's good. Yeah. She's good. She's, I've, heard, I've been hearing her name a lot recently. Yeah. And I think her, her parents are someone, too, that oh, I saw. Um, Ortega. Ginny Ortega. Is yes, her that's name. her name. Yes. Right, Good job, Gray. It's, uh, she's married to Kurt Douglas. Or um, who is the woman married to Kurt du- Or not Kurt. It's Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas, his wife. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the mom. I knew I recognized her, yeah. so. I'm sorry. We can't think of her name, but I'm sure you guys know it. Okay. Anyway, that'll be looking forward to that. Yeah, excited. All right, some more. I mean, because we don't. I'm just gonna go ahead and mention it before Allie does. What? Dune mm-hmm. and Timothy Chalamet. Oh, thank you, Mitchum. Uh, what a segue. Uh, it's recently been finally in an interview. This movie has been out there for a while, and I on you know people have been talking about it. This biopic of Bob Dylan <gasps> that he is supposed to be starring in, Speaking going of electric. Perfect casting. Yes. And I'm Phenomenal. sorry, Mitchum, I interrupted you. What's the name of the film? Going Electric. Oh, uh, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. 
Uh, they're going to start filming soon, and it's going to be directed by James Mansgold. You know what? When I was writing this script, I was looking up. I'm like, man, I know that name. Well, he's like on my top five list of favorite directors. Yeah. I mean, all of these movies, Night and Day with Tom and Cameron Diaz, you know I love oh, that yeah. movie, Night and Day. And Ford versus Ferrari, Logan, Walk the Line. And yours, 310 to Yuma. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, did, I'm did. i looking at all these lists. I mean, these are fantastic. I mean, Logan, 310, yeah, Walk it. the Line. Yeah, yep. awesome. Okay, and just real, um, we just got this news, I think yesterday. Uh, Kenneth Brana, I hope I pronounced that correctly. He is doing a third. Perot movie. Perot, Detective Perot. Yep. It's another Agatha Christie adaptation. It's called Haunting in Venice. And I think I even read they're going to start filming on Halloween. Oh, spooky. But um, Jamie Doran, mm-hmm. um, Tina Fey, Michelle Yeoh, excellent so far. I'm sure we'll be getting more casts. But I really am not interested in this very much. But then I kind of read about it. And it's he comes out of retirement and he goes to a seance. Ooh. And, of course, one of the guests is Murder. You know, I kind of like his, because I, I, I haven't seen Murder on the Orient Express, but I saw Death on the Nile. Yeah. And it was pretty good. The cast was pr- really oh, good. Oh, yeah. The cast and him was as amazing. Perot is, he's, he, is he nails great. it. He, I mean, I there's know. not some there's not anything he does that well, I don't Mitch, like. If you like the Nile, I know. the Orient Express is better. I know. I need to watch that. Yeah. And my so. wife is a huge fan of those, too. So right. she likes Agatha yeah. Christie, so... Okay. Yeah, so on to, so there's the five. On to weekly watches. Allie, what have you been watching this week? Okay, so I <laughs> I don't know how I got onto this. I, I don't know how, but I think because they dropped a new season, but it's Wall Street, and it's W-A-H-L. It's with my boy, Marky Mark, and it's Mark Wahlberg. And let me tell you guys, this I cannot get over this series. This guy is a workaholic. I mean, he he has five businesses. He has an apparel business. He has a gym, a gymnasium. He's got a restaurant. He's got a documentary film company. And then in season two, he picks up a tequila from a Mexican pro golfer guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he is just going, going, going. He and and it, it sits, you know. He's in meetings all day long. He has his jet flying everywhere. I mean, he'll be in like three different places at once. I mean, in one day, you know. Um, I just can't quit watching it. And it's they're just real quick. They're twenty three minutes. It mainly films at his house, you know, and his you see his kids in it and his wife, and he's got you know. Oh, it's so funny because his two buddies from the Funky Bunch, which oh, he man. started that in 91. in nineteen ninety one, are are still his friends. Wow, that's awesome! He, it's kind of like you know, Entourage was loosely based on. Oh him. yeah, that's right. That's and right. So, and he always surrounded himself, and he talks about it in the series. Yeah. That he, just if he feels comfortable with someone and trusts him, he keeps him tight. Sure. And so these two guys from the Funky Bunch are still hanging with him. I I can't recommend this enough. It's on HBO Max. Um, he he is just he's an inspiration, is what he is. Yeah. And then while he's filming, you know, doing this HBO series, he's doing he did Spencer Confidential, he did the movie Infinite, he did Uncharted, and then in the second season, it's all about the Stew. Uh, oh, Father Stew. Father Stew. Yeah. So now I want to watch Father Stew. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so I'm curious. With you guys, and I don't mean to put you on the spot, Gray or Grayson and Mitchum. What are you just off the cuff? What is your favorite Mark Wahlberg film? Can you think of any? Well, yeah, the first one that comes to mind is um, Italian Job, obviously. Uh, and just, you know, growing up watching that, um, you know, Pain and Gain is also pretty good. And uh, that'd probably be Davis's. That so would I'll, be your throw, other I'll throw that in for yes. Davis. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And what about you, Gray? I don't mean to be much of a Debbie Downer, but I did enjoy him in The Lovely Bones, which was the uh, movie with Stanley Tucci and Rachel Wentz and Sarsha Ronan, yeah. and where she is like 14 and gets like killed. 
very sad story but he plays her father and honestly has a really great like dramatic role which you know isn't his typical game so yeah you know, and he did really good in that, sh- that yeah. one. So. Yeah. Well, those were, you know, you he's, have one, he's on a dry spell. But, yeah, the early 2000s, the fighter, Mitchell, oh, yeah. the gambler yes. in 2014. We saw that yeah. at the theater, and it blew us away. That was phenomenal. The story yeah. behind that. He was amazing in that. Yes. And I want to rewatch that. Lone too. Survivor was hard to watch, oh, but yeah. he was good. The Departed, mm-hmm. y'all. He was in The Departed. Yeah. He played a jerk. Yeah. Um, Invincible. You know. Oh that yeah, Vince is Probably Papali. my favorite yeah. because That's probably it, Davis's it, too. Great. Grayson knows sports. <laughs> true story. Sports true movie. Story. I love Invincible. Yeah, yeah. That's it. So anyway, please watch Wall Street on HBO Max. Um, and then I started watching another, it's on Apple TV, and it's called Bad Sisters. And this is literally, it's about five sisters, and they're like, I want to say in their 30s, 40s. And they lost their parents, and so they have vowed to protect each other. And um, it's it's pretty good. I'm only on the second one, um, but it's interesting because... It, it, this is going to be interesting because one of the sisters was married to a guy who was a complete jerk. I mean, he was a horrible human and treated her horribly. Well, all of a sudden, uh, in the ending of the first episode, he dies. And I'm thinking <laughs> the sisters <laughs> had... S- Did it? Yes. Whoa. Yes. We're calling it now. The yep. Now. Cool. So season one is first. ten episodes, and they just release one at a time. So I think they've released like seven of them. Um, and the like love hate reviews. Who's on Instagram? He recommended this. Okay. He loves it. He's hoping for a season two. So that's what got me to watch it. But what I really want to talk about is my girls. My Deary Girls, and that's D-E-R-R-Y. It's a British comedy. It's three seasons. They finally dropped the third season on, like, October 7th. And on October 8th, I sat in my PJs, and I binged all seven episodes. Dang. They're 25 minutes each. I couldn't stop watching. That's high praise. Allie That's does not do that very often. It, uh, it sounds like a fun little afternoon. It was wonderful. <laughs> it's on Netflix. It takes place in the early 2000s. It's a group of friends in Derry, North Ireland. Yeah, I was like, aren't they like Irish girls yes, or something? Yes. The accents are just And they insane. go to an all- you know, Catholic yes. school, and it's the thing with the Protestants. But they're like the, bad girls, oh. right? Like they. Well, one of them is a bad girl and gets them in trouble. Yeah. And um, but it's just it's you know you, you know it's all about the loyalists who want to stay under United Kingdom, or you're a republic which you want to be your own, united with Ireland, yeah. and it, they just get in all sorts of trouble. Is there any mention of the IRA? Well, they don't say that, okay. but it is. Yeah, but it is implied. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, you know, and she lives with her mom and dad, her aunt and her grandpa in a little tiny duplex. Mm. Yeah. And I, it's written and created by Lisa McGee, and she kind of lived this. It's kind of about her life. And the head lady, the nun, the head lady over the school is hilarious. She's more into football, which over there is soccer. Yeah. Then, you know, you'll see her, like, on her knees praying to her statue. And then, but really, she's watching soccer or football. <laughs> I, can't, I can't say it enough. I cannot huh. say it enough. Watch all three seasons. It's I love it. The Deary Girls. Okay. It's amazing. Awesome. Well, good stuff. All right. Well, so that's what we've been or did watch. Uh, we have a few continuation shows that have not come to their full completion yet. Uh, first off, I'll just touch lightly on this. Andor, which we talked about previously. Uh, we now have five episodes out, and they're each um, they're going to be like four 
three episode like mini series. So these last two have been about this heist that it's they're going to complete. Yeah. And the first two episodes were just kind of about a setup and some plot and everything. And then the third is going to be a bang. So, but yeah, I'm super enjoying it. Oh, I love it. And the, let me tell you, if you guys are watching The Bear, which I told you you have to watch The Bear mm-hmm. on Hulu, the cousin, the tall, thin cousin in The Bear, he shows up in Andor. He's That's right. part of the heist team. Yeah. And he's mm-hmm. in it. And it's just interesting to see him as a different character. Oh, it's sure. really cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the dynamic is really good. And, uh, yeah, I'm loving it between, like, you know, we're bound. This is the first time we've been to Coruscant in since the original or since the prequel three movies and everything so it's fun to kind of go back there and just everything that's happening and it's i'm just very interested to see where it's going to go oh yeah i can't wait it's fantastic we still have a ton of episodes to go yeah we still have seven more there's 12 yeah Yeah, it's it's i'm very interested to see where this goes so okay um also next uh house of dragons yep we are on episode eight and there will be two more um man it has um it's gotten pretty wild yeah you know i'm kind of not into it as much as i used to be that's fair i don't know why it's just kind of dragging and dragging and i just i don't know there's not as many dragons in it i want to see those eggs being incubated i just i don't know yeah but you know it was our last show that flipped me Remember last yeah. show? I on I liked Rings of pa- I didn't I remember. like Rings of Power. I remember. And I had been And I told you. you. And you were like, just give it a chance. Yep. And I yep. did. And now I'm obsessed with Rings of Power. Yeah, so Rings of Power, we have I'm one obsessed. more episode left. Uh, um, the last three episodes of Rings of Power have been, been phenomenal. And it see, has been that's why ex- when I turn great. on House of Dragons, it's boring to me. Yeah. It really is. Mm-hmm. Because... Rings of Power is so exciting. I mean, yeah. just please give it a chance. Yeah. It is absolutely Yeah, there's amazing. a lot of setup in the first three episodes, but, like, I love the interaction between Elrond and Durin. Yeah. The elf and the dwarves, and then Durin and his wife, Disa. Yes. Like, oh, the portrayal yeah. of the dwarves. Like, all the characters are great. Yeah. And I like all the characters, which I can't say for House of Dragons. Exactly. Which is kind of the point. I don't know who but, any of them. Yeah. Yeah, but I, House of Dragons, you know, it's still got two episodes, and those last two are going to be... They're going to go off with a bang, for sure. Really? Because there's a big event that happens at the end of the most recent episode. So, yeah, but there's no more, right? I well, there will be a second season. Be, oh, there will yeah, be. Yeah, so okay. this will probably be more set up, and then the second season will be the Civil War that happens. Oh, okay. And everything. But well, yeah, give, I'm all about give Rings, Rings of, of Power. Power a chance. Ugh. Just get through those first three episodes, and then it is all downhill from there. Yeah, it's great. And it is, it is great. It is awesome. Okay, so we got a couple of new trailers just real quick. Have either one of you seen the trailer for The Wonder? I have not. It's Florence mm-hmm. Pugh. Oh, love her. And she it's going to be on Netflix yep. um, on November 16th. But I don't know. It literally takes place in like the 1800s. And she's called in to kind of quote unquote babysit like this 12-year-old girl that has not, has stopped eating. Interesting. Oh. She doesn't eat food. And they don't, and it's, and it makes you wonder. Well, is it religious or is it, you know, uh-huh. I don't know. And so she, of course, Florence Pugh, you know, kind of, you know, I mean, gets it out of her and figures out why. Or is she like a psychiatrist know. or something, no, or is she I a mean, doctor? It's in the 1800s, yeah, okay. I think she might be like a nursemaid. Or oh, something. That's I see. That's what I got from the trailer. Okay, okay. And then the next one that was I did a poll on today, and so far everyone's going to miss it. Not all of you, but most of you. It's called Slumberland, and I was shocked. Oh yeah! To see my Jason Momas in this. I saw this at uh, the most the recent movie I went to. Oh, you did. And I was like, it kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. I don't remember seeing anything about the little it. Little girl looks cute. You know, she learns and how the, to travel in her dreams. Yeah, it just it honestly reminded me. I was like, is this Sandman? Yeah, well, like, that's what but I this thought. is PG. Yeah, I mean, this, this is definitely is PG. PG. Yeah, so. and then Jason Moa stand, like pops up, and yeah. I'm like, he's got horns, and I'm like, and oh, hot belly. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. It just doesn't interest me. And there's no one else in it besides yeah, them. It just doesn't interest me. And they, uh, hopefully, it'll be a good family movie. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I hope so. so, and then you have one you want to talk about. Yeah, and I think I'm the only one in this room that wants to talk about this movie. But they've released a little teaser trailer for the new Mario movie that's supposed to come out with Chris Pratt, Jack Black, 
all these good uh, uh, Keegan Michael Key and everything. And honestly, I laughed out loud watching this trailer. I I thought it was hilarious. I liked it. I'm I'm kind of looking forward to it. Jack, I mean anything with Jack Black, I'm there. Um, he him as Bowser is going to be great, and uh, Keegan Michael Key as Toad is going to be great. And honestly, I don't mind Chris Pratt. And the way he did his voice, I know there's some big controversy around there. But if they would have done the actual Mario voice or had him do a thick Italian accent, that would have been just well, bad. It would have been the high pitched voice right. would have been annoying so the whole of, movie. Did both you boys play Mario growing up, or oh, what's for your sure. Oh yeah, that's huge. I mean, if you owned a Wii at any point, you probably had Mario Kart. You had. Yeah, Smash Bros. Brawl, yeah. Yeah. Super Mario Bros. Any, any of these games, 60, I mean, Nintendo sixty four, yeah, like Mario's these have been out for fifty, decades. sixty, yeah, sixty years. And didn't he have a brother, Luigi, Luigi. who is Charlie Day? Oh, he is in it, Charlie Day. Yeah, he is in the trailer. Yeah, okay. I love mm-hmm. that Jack Black is you know getting his love back, getting his flowers. I feel like we haven't seen him in a while, but I love Jack Black. I mean, he might be enough to draw me in to see it. So. Yeah, I I was just laughing. I thought it was great. The beginning, like with the penguins. And, I I do see I don't what know. you're it saying was... though. You know, with Chris's voice just being kind of normal, yeah. it's not annoying or something. But I think it was the only way to do it. And I it's mean... going to be a family film, right? Oh yeah, it'll yeah. be PG for sure. Like, okay. and they're trying to get as many. And I bet uh, this will probably be even bigger overseas because oh. Nintendo is Japanese. Yeah. And so he was created, you know, so it's, it'll be huge over in China and Japan yeah. and all that okay. stuff. So Okay. Well, the, and of course there were other trailers, but as you guys know, there's quote unquote no horror here. And I just dread going to see the movies. I try to work it out where I miss trailers because they're all horror about <sighs> nuns and uh. demons and... And exorcisms just, and, yeah, not fun I just you know what do we have 21 days left yeah so yeah we, we're doing the count that's the one bad part about october yeah. is oh, all the horror the movies worst. now i do there i do want to bring up one more thing just real quick um there is a new series coming out or a reboot i should say with minda calling it's called Velma. Mindy Kaling? Oh, Mindy Kaling, yeah. Kaling. She yeah, is playing never... Velma uh-huh. from Scooby-Doo. Oh, Scooby. Is that what that is? Yes. It's her. Now, there's some differences, though. Mm-hmm. First off, Velma, you know, looks like Mindy Kaling. So, no, no big deal there. Shaggy is not called Shaggy. His name is Norbert. Mm-hmm. And he's a black guy with dreads. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, okay. the third thing is arguably the most controversial. There is oh. no Scooby. Scooby-Doo. There's no dog. No dog. There's only Fred, Daphne, Velma, and Norbert. Why? I don't know. I heard. And it's animated. And I don't know how true this is, but I heard that they're trying to make it more adults. It's going to be an adult Yes. Um, Scooby-Doo, I think Velma is like a lesbian in this rendition. Mm. Like they're making it more, it's like Family Guy-esque. And I think the original Scooby-Doo people who they had to get the permission from were like, all right, you can do this, but like Scooby-Doo is like family friendly. So if you are going to make it this like adult, grown up, raunchy that makes sense. Then the, so, we, you can't use everything. I mean, those types of animated shows are in right now. You look at Harley yeah. Quinn. Yeah. You know that show is huge, adult and it's all well, adult yeah. animation, yeah. very graphic, very. That, what isn't it called? Scoob. It's called no, Velma. It's called Velma. Oh, it's called Velma. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's called she's Velma. She's the main character. And she's the main well, character. Yeah. Well, you know what? We love Mindy Kaling. Yeah. She's yeah. Also, Never have I ever. And yeah. she... You know the Mindy. I watched the Mindy every, Project. I watched every episode. Love I love her. So yeah. all where do you know HBO Max? HBO. Yeah. Oh, HBO Max. Yep. We like mm-hmm. gritty HBO Max. Oh yeah. Right. Okay. Gray, do you want to introduce this segment? Yeah, I'll start. So we're gonna. Um, here's our take. Woo! Which we're. Um, well, I'm here to talk about my favorite movie of the year. I don't know what these. These ones are here to talk about, but I guess I'm the resident um, horror watcher um, for this podcast, which I never thought I would be, but here I am. Um, so I'll just start off my movie of the year, uh, new A24 horror flick titled Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. It's probably an hour and a half long, 
Rated R. We got Amanda Steinberg from Hunger Games. She was Rue. We got Pete Davidson from SNL. Kim Kardashian. You know, oh, you know him. Rue yeah. is in that. Rue is in it. Mm-hmm. Whoa! And I didn't then even we got her. Lee Pace from Pushing Daisies. That would be um, the only reason I'd watch it. Yeah. So basically, Lee. I my attention span is so short. So I need I need short movies that keep me invested in that movie. This movie did just that. I can't do gore, and you know there's blood in this movie, but it's 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 you never see anyone getting killed. You get the aftermath, so if you're okay with just seeing blood, you don't ever have to see a bone broken, a knife going in, none of that. Okay. That's so, not like Saw. No, oh God, okay. no. Okay. I would never, ever see a Saw movie in my life. Um, but this movie d- just has the perfect amount of suspense that just keeps you on the edge the whole time, and the twist at the end... You'll That's never, you will never see it coming, and it just, it will just crack you that up. That is what everybody. It will says. just crack you, you will up. Never see it. It's coming. just, it's hilarious. That's, what, that's why I want to watch it. Now, it's correct me if I'm wrong. A24 is yeah. known for their twists. Yeah, I and mean, I think, yeah. and their horror movies. Yeah. I mean, yes. they had the that Pearl movie coming out, Pearl, which is X. a continuation yeah. of X, X and, and stuff like that. So yeah, they, they're. I mean, are they the king of horror right now? I mean, I they're the king or of psychological thrillers, thrillers outside the box, just anything weird and goofy. And yeah. that's what everyone's into right now. So yeah, yeah 10 out of 10, highly suggest it. Bodies, wow. bodies, bodies. 10 out of 10. Wow. I never thought Pete Davidson would be in a 10 out of 10 movie. But. I know. Well, but that's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not everyone's going to agree with that. But, and he's not with Kim <laughs> anymore. No, they broke up recently. My friends have been making me watch their reality show though and they're oh. still they're still together on it on the show but no in real on life Hulu, you're yeah. watching it yeah but they're broken up now okay all right so thank you grayson i was so excited that he was coming over tonight and i knew he's on letterbox yes add me and then, well, tell him your thing oh no you don't have to add me i have oh. horrible movie takes well but he and he <laughs> sent me a picture of it and it and the first one was bodies by and i'm like ooh, you got to come on and talk about that so and i have a letterbox i just am not active on it mm-hmm. so i started doing it a it's little fun. bit yeah it is it's fun. fun but it takes time am i living under the rock i don't know what letterbox is um, educate us and our fans all right letterbox it's kind of like reddit it's been for a while honestly oh, okay. but it's but basically like imbd honestly you just can look up movies it shows you it shows you the cast it shows you what it's about how long it is what it's rated and then you can go in you can rate it one out of five stars and you can write your own review and then you can like build a certain like you can show like your favorite movies your reviews for them you can go to other people's ranks you can so add social friends. media for movies it's like yeah. facebook people. but all you'd post about is movies you're ranking yeah. of it oh, okay your, cool review that's awesome news on there too. yeah yeah it okay news, it's pretty so. much like imbd i mean you can yeah. use it for the same purposes that's yeah. pretty cool i yeah i like it it's, but it's fun. again it's just time consuming you sure know? Yeah. i have so many of my little Here's I take in, you know, Instagram buddies want me to join in on their conversations. And if I don't, it's nothing. I don't mean anything by it. I just don't have time. I mean, both Mitchum and I work full time yeah. and we try to see a movie a week. Okay, real quick. I just, let's get going on. Here's our take. Thank you, Gray. Um, Catherine called Birdie. Um, this is on Prime. It's directed by Lena Dunham. She did do the screenplay. It's based on a book, but she did the screenplay um it's bella ramsey and you Ooh, know her yes yes from from game of thrones, game of thrones and, and uh last, last of us, of us. Mm-hmm. yes andrew scott who was on flea Fleabag. flea bag yeah. he played the minister the at the end yeah. yep and then um the <laughs> there's a i'm gonna just telling you there's a funny cameo and it's russell brand Whoa! He looks fantastic, and y'all, this takes place midi. It's medieval. It's a medieval time. Oh, and I know. Girl, yeah, yeah. She's turning fourteen. Taylor Swift's man's. In yes, it? and Taylor Swift's. Right. Yeah. So I miss that. Joe mm. Alwyn. I don't know. He's in it too. He plays her uncle, but um, she's fourteen years old. She's trying. Her dad is trying to find suitors for because he's <clears throat> kind of low on money and needs to. And plus, she's Need fourteen. A dowry. Yeah. Exactly. And so she is trying to avoid a potential suitor. And it's just so funny. And I did laugh out loud many times. Is she amazing or what? I mean, she is, she is phenomenal. I mean, she was in Game phenomenal. of Thrones for a short 
maybe two episodes. Yeah. And everyone loved her. She's a natural. She was fantastic. She's literally a natural. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. I cannot wait for Last of Us. And I'm yeah. sure this was just phenomenal. Oh, it, I really enjoyed it. And it was funny because it kind of reminded me of The Knight's Tale because it, you know, Knight's Tale was medieval, yeah. but it had modern music. Oh, love yeah. that. And love it, it's, that. It's an hour and 48 minutes. It's, if you there have you go, time, yeah, like, oh, you, you guys, yeah, you guys need to watch it. I, I really did enjoy it. I was surprised that I watched it because I don't care for Lena Dunham. Yeah. But I really enjoyed this. Well, I like him. And Abella Ramsey is awesome, yeah. but her dad, he was also in Sherlock. Oh, he was Moriarty. So he was, and he was in a he James was Bond Scott. movie. He, he would oh, play the bad guy. Oh gosh, that's right. Yeah, he's, he's a good, he is a good bad guy. Hilarious. Yeah, it's it's really mm. funny. I suggest it. Yeah. Okay, and I also watched Werewolf by Night. Oh, oh my man. gosh, you guys! I want to watch this so bad. Marvel's. Um, this is Marvel's like monster movie. Yeah. Is what it is. Yeah. And believe it or not, it's on Disney. And the only bad part about it, dang it, it's only 55 minutes My long. My kind of movie. 55 <laughs> minutes? That sounds great. Yes. It's not even like a movie. It's That's like a short episode. movie. That's but like a short it, film. It's listed as, yeah, it's a short film, uh. I guess. It. I'm telling you, it's about, so these, so the head, like the head monster guy um, of the Bloodstone passed away. And so they're needing to find someone to take over. Yeah. And so they invite all these monster hunters to gather in this castle. And they're trying to decide who's going to take over. And how they're deciding is they've released a monster on the grounds. And they've embedded the bloodstone. It's literally a stone in his hide. And whoever finds him, kills him, and gets the bloodstone, they can, they're head of the, the monster. They're lead guys. And so you're first introduced to all these different monsters yeah. that come in that want to throw the hat in to try to be the leader. And one of them is his daughter. Yeah, Elsa Bloodstone. She is a yeah. very, oh. she has her own comic book series in Marvel. <gasps> and she's oh. a monster hunter like I'm, Van Helsing and oh everything. Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm telling you, it it was in black and white, which oh, was man. so cool. And the last three minutes will blow your mind it's just so cool yeah i'm gonna go home and watch it tonight i've been so busy i've been super pumped to watch this it's i absolutely is this the best thing marvel's put out this year oh 100 wow wow and i'm not the only one saying it no yeah yeah yeah. it yeah no love for she hulk (laughs) no love you know what now that you bring that up it's no Look, it's I it's kind of gotten better. What I've seen on Twitter, I don't watch it, but what I've seen on social media, it, I'm intrigued to watch it. I what? love. I mean, I do like Megan The Stallion. I saw her clip in it, and I was like, all right, great. I think, but like, I think was, I could get into it. I, do, I think it I do. was made for your generation. I think you right. would really enjoy it. Right. Honestly, like it's gotten a lot better. And the last episode, Daredevil made an appearance, yep. which was new great. The new gold, the Golden Devil. It's it's gotten better. Yeah. I mean, I've kind of laughed at parts. You know, in the beginning, it's kind of rough, but then you get used to it, and she is great. I just I like love Marvel having some fun. You know, it looks like they're oh, having, and they it's not taking the whole, itself too seriously. They There's, do the whole Deadpool thing, like she's talking to us, and it's very meta. Like yeah. it's extreme, and it's like mm. it's it's nice. Ruffalo is in it, right? Yeah, he's in it for the first couple, mm-hmm. and then but she is great. I love mm-hmm. that actress. I can't think of her name right now. She but was on that BBC show, like Black Orphan. Ever. Yes, oh, yes. Remember her? That that's was like her. the biggest hype, like ten that's years ago. Her? Yeah, that's her. So Mawa- yes, Tatiana that's her. Whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't same girl. That's she's her. A black Orphan. And she's great, and she's funny. You know. And, but yeah, so anyway, right, that was got off topic script, a little bit. Thank you. No, 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 that's <laughs> All right. okay. That's why we love this. this I'll next... introduce it. I'll introduce it. Okay. And then you take over. Because this is, I just want to say, the greatest beer run ever. It's two hours and six minutes. It's adventure, uh, drama, Zach Efron, Russell Crowe, Bill Murray. Yes. Go, Mitchum. History. We've got history, a little history yep. in there. Uh, this movie, I didn't really know. We've talked about it on the podcast a little bit. I didn't really know anything about it. And, you know, Allie saw it. She's like, Mitchum, you got to go see this. You're going to love it. So me and my wife went. And I, it starts off a little slow. 
But then after that, it's I absolutely loved this movie. It was you fantastic. Did. He loved it. It. I even told Allie this might be my favorite movie of the year. Yeah. You know, it touches. It's about this guy who goes on a beer run and gives beer to his buddies in Vietnam. In Vietnam during the war. During the war, during the late '60s, early '70s. You know, and it touches on all aspects of vietnam all the different views that yeah, were happening his sister was protesting his sister was protesting was the war on that side of it and it's so interesting because he sir he's like 30s so he served in the military and he was 18 served for four years but didn't fight anywhere so he's got this super like patriotic like all pro-government like we got to trust them like you know and it's very different to how we are nowadays yeah. but it's so interesting Social to see his viewpoint you, you know v- turn or flip 180 at the end, and he meets all these uh, war correspondent journalists like Russell Crowe, yeah. who are telling the truth, and it's it, it's very well done. And I liked all of the little aspects that they touched on the war, but I don't think they pissed anybody off, or I don't think it's it'll like I think this well, movie it didn't is for every piss like me off. Yeah, I think it'll be for veterans yeah. like. Yeah. Gray and I can go see this movie and understand it. They yeah. explain what's going on. And Bill Zach Murray. Efron is oh, Zach great. He is in every scene. Yeah. And he is He's fantastic. all grown up. Yes. All grown up. And Bill Murray was great. He fought yep. a war too. He was barely in it. I wish he barely, was in it yes. more. But he was in but you know what, Mitch and Russell your boy Crow. Russell was it was that role was perfect. Oh. Cause he was in it for like ten minutes. Like, yeah, in the middle of the movie. More, for a little, In the more. middle. Yeah. And I was like, is that all we're going to get? And then he was in, like, almost the last quarter of yeah. it. And that last quarter was fantastic. Like, yeah. him and Zach together were great. Well, like, I if mean, you have not seen this, it's go. On, it'll be on Apple TV. It'll be on Apple TV. Soon. I highly recommend it. It is yeah. fantastic. Well, and it, it was kind of frustrating to me that Zach, the character that Zach Chicky Chicky, that yeah. he was playing was so naive to go over there because one beer run he made, he literally made his friend run through bullets. Yeah. And to get just a beer. And the friend was mad. Yes. I almost got killed. And it just, but towards as the movie keeps going, it just made me realize we weren't, they were naive. Yes. They were naive. Yeah, he was. Because the news was holding it back. Yes. And they didn't. I really don't think he had a clue that what was really what his friends were. Because most of them died yeah. in the neighborhood. Yeah. And so, and his best friend. Yeah. And so it really, so you, I came full circle because I was just like. Yeah, well, it was a great representation of how. years over there. Yeah, like he was representing the American people yeah. and how like in the dark we were about what was going on. Yeah. So he just waltzed over I there like it. it was just another training exercise. Yeah, it was, it was great. I, Zach Efron, like we said, was, and I think it was his character was said perfectly is that, you know, some people are just too dumb to die. Is yeah, how someone described exactly. him, and that's yeah. exactly how it was. Yeah. And then at the very end, it showed pictures of the real life, oh, and I, I love that. that. It showed him and all yes. of his friends, and it gave and the beer too, and it showed the real picture yep. that was taken there in the movie. Like yeah, I love it when they yeah. do that, yeah. and it showed like what he ended up doing in his life. It's yes, a shame Apple that TV, it, it, go I, watch it. I mean, I literally was in there with three other. Oh, me and my wife were the only ones in the theater. We were the only two. I mean, I have never heard of this movie in my life, so (laughs) this is kind of checking out. And Grayson watched um, Zac Efron in High School Musical. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been a fan since 2007. Since that. He has changed. Yeah, I loved it. It was good. Okay, Mitchum, I'll let you introduce the next one. All right, so our last one, our uh, big ticket item that we've been talking about for a while. David O. Russell, uh, Christian Bale, John David Washington, Margot Robbie. This is Amsterdam. Cricket. Cricket. Okay. Yeah, pause for dramatic effect. Thank you. Here Thank you, Grayson. Is. So, uh, I just last episode, we both chose Amsterdam over uh, Babylon. Babylon. And, oh. and I... Talk about this, freezing cold takes. This has been... I've been waiting for this movie, I want to say, for two years. years yeah. Because David O. Russell's, my God, Silver Lining Playbook, American Hustle. I mean, come on. And oh, no, no, that's, that's Cameron Crowe. Yeah, and you guys, I, I would, I just, it was so disappointing. Yeah. It was too long. Yes. It was too boring. It was dull. Yeah. 
and not, not even that cast could save this movie. Which but I will so say this. Let me just say something about my boy, Christian. He was amazing. Yeah. They, I loved his part. Yeah. I loved him. Margot was great. Mm-hmm. Rami Malek, mm-hmm. Anya were amazing. Yep. But isn't that weird, though? I mean, that th- you it's can so love weird. The performances so much and hate so the movie. Weird. It's this is. Why? I mean, this is a three for three for Ali. I mean, it's got you know top five director David O. Russell. Uh, you know her dude Christian Bale, yeah. and then three an amazing ensemble cast. Yeah, you're I mean, right. what more could you ask for? And then you pair it with a shitty plot. And a shitty script, and this is what you get. It was just, and dull. it's just like, I, I don't. It's it was so weird. Like I just felt weird in the movie because like I'm watching these performances from Margot Robbie, who was great. Oh, Christian amazing. Bale, fantastic. Uh, uh, Robert De Niro, which I loved. Yes. And then Rami Malek, like you said, uh, commanded the screen. Yes. And Can Anya Taylor Joy. I I was staring at Anya Taylor Joy the whole time. Yeah. She was amazing. But then, you know, I'm thinking in the back of my head, I'm like, what's happening in this scene? Yeah. Like, what's what's going on? Like, how is this no relevant? Idea. Like, what's the story? I, I just, we I couldn't. We had no idea what was happening until, like, the last 20 minutes, right? I would say the last five. Yeah. The last five minutes. And then that wasn't even exciting. And then even the last five minutes, it was weird because Christian Bale was high off his ass and explaining the whole movie in his head yeah while we're sitting there staring at him because he's on like xanax or something and i was just like what's like what's happening like Uh, i don't i just i was so disappointed i've never seen a movie with such great acting and such a great cast and have a bad plot yeah like i i can't think of another one and i don't really know how else to put it i mean it wasn't the actor's fault this way i can only blame one person David O. Russell. Exactly. Yeah. That's the only person I yeah. could blame, which I'm well, shocked. Well, we won't see him for a while. Oh, yeah. But let me tell you, when a movie called Lyle, Lyle Crocodile oh, no. beats you, <laughs> literally beats you, I mean, it didn't even do, like, it did, Amsterdam did like 6.5 million. We, Lyle, Lyle Crocodile did like 7 million. It beat it. Wow. And you know what, you guys? You know how much it costs to make it? 80 million he will not even get a fourth of that back yikes i mean it oh yeah it's bad it's just not us we saw it thursday oh my gosh and we were the in the biggest theater that tinseltown has our local theater you know, they just renovated everything, added all these nice recliner seats. I mean, there's about a hundred plus seats in that theater. There were three people in that audience. Wow. Us Me, wow. Allie, and my wife. Yeah. And that is it. it like was you could hear a pin drop. Like yeah. it was it was it's sad. crazy. I really think they did expect it to do well. I mean, like, I don't know a lot about this movie again, I'm not a huge movie about, but like Taylor Swift is like a massive name yeah. in pop culture right yeah. now. And I really thought just having her name slapped on that poster would bring in, you know, at least a massive amount of younger girls or some, but like no one was showing up to this movie. Well, that, that's who was the 6.5 million were the Taylor was Swift every people. Single Taylor Swift fan. Yeah, I yeah. guarantee <laughs> it. I guarantee it. That's yeah. It, but I, yeah. I'm, I'm just ashamed. I'm so, I'm sad. Yeah. I just, it, it's just, it, I mean, this it's, was getting Oscar buzz, like best picture, best director. Like I, we've been hearing about this for a while yes. and now I don't think we're ever going to hear it's that so weird again. Because, you know, when you saw the trailer and you're like, oh, this awesome cast and the trailer, you know, trailers are always vague, but then it helped. It felt the like the movie. Good. Yeah, the trailer was good, but it felt like the movie was also vague. So Mitchum, well. just tell him in a sentence what it, what, what it's about, what's happening. Can you just tell him real? Cause yeah, they're not so going to see it. The, just real it, was, quick. Ba- it was basically about these three friends that were help that were helping to uh, bring to light this fascist uh, revolution that was trying to happen with all of the businessmen in America during the 1930s. So it was loosely. Loose. Some of this did come, you know, because it took place in 1930s. So Hitler and Mussolini are rising to power in the okay. East and everything. And they were trying to get this Nazi movement basically started with all these capitalists and businessmen in the United States to overthrow FDR. Oh, and okay. that's basically what it that's what it was about. And yeah. you did not know that. No, you didn't. Until the last 5 minutes of the movie. Yeah. And it was just like, "Oh, okay. What is that would have been nice to know 2 hours ago." Yeah. 
you know, yeah. and it's just there's a lot of background stuff that didn't need that to be happening. Think it'd be better watching it again for no. a second time. No, I don't no, think so. No, no, no. Mm. not no. even not even to watch the cast again. Not even to I watch. I mean, Mike my Myers favorite. and Michael Shannon were in it, and they were great. Yeah. Timothy Olfant was in it, and he was great. You but well, but you, he was unrecognizable. Yeah. Why was that? Yeah, I love he Timothy Olfant, but I, he was unrecognizable. Yep. Well, anyway, I'm you know we're sorry to say. I mean, what you know, there's we. We recommend the three movies that yep. we talked about. The other but three. But we just cannot recommend Amsterdam. Just save your money. If you're bored on a rainy day or if you're snowed in, let's say, watch Amsterdam, I guess. You know, but you're gonna watch it for the performances. Yes. And the the you know, and the dra- you know, their wardrobe was pretty and the scenes, The production was the production good. Production yeah. was nice, but yeah, they eighty million dollars. Yep. Sorry, Christian. All right, guys, this time on Pops Popcorn, we have two great questions from listener emails that we got. Yes, you can email us at here's our take podcast at gmail.com. We still have that email yes, we address. Do. <laughs> and we still get emails from people. Okay, so first question here we go. What is your favorite movie couple, or what is the best movie couple that you've seen? This is so cute. I love this question. Yeah. So, Who wants to start us off? I will. Okay. Okay, so. Speaking of David O. Russell, oh boy, my favorite movie couple is Pat and Tiffany from mm. Silver Lining Playbook. How can you Brad make such an amazing Lawrence. movie yeah. and then have a flop? <laughs> um, and then, of course, you know me and Jerry. Mag- I gotta do Jerry and Dorothy. Oh yeah, that was oh, Renee yeah. Zellweger's yeah. breaking role. Yeah, That's and then one good. more. I love Jacob and Hannah from. Crazy Stupid Love. Crazy Stupid Love. Oh, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. Yeah, anything they do is great. Yeah, I agree. La La Mm, Land, of course, it didn't end up well, but I still love them Mm. together. Yeah. Yeah. So, Gray, do you have one? Oh, yeah, this was easy. Um, I mean, I heard this question, and Shrek and Fiona came to my mind so quick. <laughs> the an- the power couple of animated um, movies. No, truly. <laughs> the the opposites really do attract with these two, and, I, you know, they're just uh, – I grew up watching them. They, are, they always are comfort couple And for what's me. your favorite? Which one? Shrek 2 is the best. <laughs> Out of all four, yes, I said it. Okay. That's a that's a question for a different podcast. <laughs> but uh, all right, um, so mine is more of a uh, partnership, I okay. guess you could say. Yeah. Um, the first one that came to mind is another Ryan Gosling movie. Oh. And uh, Russell Crowe and the Nice Guys. <gasps> I oh my, why haven't they made another one? Yeah, I, oh, they right. really complimented each other in that. Perfect. And Opposites. it was really good. Kind of like the Odd Couple. Yeah, exactly. Russell yeah. was kind of sloppy, mm-hmm. and Ryan, yeah. Yes, and our my one, you know horror thriller film that we like a quiet place with john krasinski and emily blunt fantastic and another you know speaking of emily blunt uh also edge of tomorrow with tom oh yeah those two were really good together i thought they were a really good power couple and everything so yeah those are all great fantastic movies great power couples great couples yes yes that was a cool question i like that okay our second question um after it might be a little stinker, but what are your guys' thoughts on 2022 movies so far? So far, it has not been my favorite year. I got one word. Prove me wrong. I, lackluster kind of comes to yeah. mind. Um, besides, now, a you know, a lot of them did get moved, unfortunately. Yes, right. Yes, a lot of them got moved. Of yeah, course, we had a lot moved from 2022, but it was still a good year. Yeah, it just felt like there was like this, like. May, June, July, there was only one movie a month. Yeah. Like it just felt like there was well, not there was nothing. September, Labor Day is is a huge and they had no new yeah. releases. Yeah. I was looking for a movie to go see over Labor Day and there was nothing. Yeah. And it's I mean I you know, I can think of, you know, the Batman with Robert The Batman, Pattinson, the Northman. We liked yep. that. Greatest beer run ever. Nope. Uh, yes, yeah, I, no, agree with yeah, nope. yeah. I agree with Nope. I liked that. Yeah, um, then there was Multiverse. Bullet Train. Bullet you know, Train, Thor. Like um, it just. So there's a couple, weak. but. Oh, I, last Night at Soho. You guys didn't like that movie, did you? Oh, I, I the last night. I didn't see that either. Did you like that? Um, well, that was on a Taylor Joy, too, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. I, yeah, I watched it. The first, like, hour was, like, really fun and cool and exciting to watch, but then the last 30 minutes kind of takes a really 
intense turn um and it kind of just goes a little off the rails and i didn't care for the ending but the first hour was fun yeah okay yeah it's it's i mean there's been a a couple but almost forgettable lackluster this year like i don't know what is going to be at the oscars Oh, well, that'll right. be interesting. It's going to be well, pretty... Even though we don't care about the Oscars. Yeah, but, you know, you know, it's, it's I, mean, I don't know what... what one, you know, yeah. made for movie you know, is great, but... Yeah. Well, and we don't really have too much to look for. I mean, what are you guys looking forward to for the rest of... I mean, we we still have, what, three months? Yeah, look, I mean, we got fourth quarter coming yeah. up. I mean, looking which ahead, is, I mean, we have Black Adam, which I mean, this is all season. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, well, and Knives Out is oh, Glass be, Onion. Uh, yeah, I'm Knives Out story. They're yes, they're going to release in theaters over Thanksgiving. Yes. please go see it in theaters. Yep. We need to help our theaters, and we just we need to help these movies do well in theaters. And I mean, of course, you know, Wakanda Forever, Black oh, Panther is uh, man. Every time we watch that trailer, it's goosebumps. Yeah. It's going to be oh yeah, it's well, going to be good. Adam's Black Adam's coming out. Open at seventy million. I believe it. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward yeah. to it. That's what they're hoping. Well, I, I hopefully. Saying. I mean, for DC's sake, I hope it does well. Yeah. Um. You know, and then Babylon coming out later. Well, in now December. I'm excited for about. I mean, you, you know, know. can't be worse than a, than Amsterdam. Yeah. <laughs> so we still got a few more to round out this year, All and right. maybe there'll be one that really kind of memorable. You know, TV's been really good this year tv has been fantastic this year yeah it's something to be said what happened a couple years ago in 2020 yeah everything there's been a shift to streaming yeah and you could and here is the production of it now you know all those things that got delayed and were filmed during covid they i mean it's all tv stuff and it's great once i'll say it again i want to be able to take my grandkids to a movie theater. Yeah. I, I don't want them I, to say, what's a movie theater? It's so when you first I'm said scared. that in one of our earliest shows, yeah. I thought you were crazy. But now over the last two years, yeah. I I kind of agree with you. Like, yeah. oh, I hope I can take my kids to a theater. Right. You know, like yeah. it's it's scary. So. See. Okay, just real quick, I want to do some shout outs. And I just want to, um, just, uh, just for no reason, JJ likes movies. We converse often, and I just really enjoy her and her and Cinemastina. I've I've been talking about her for a long. You long nailed time. her name the past couple shows I too. I did. I got it. Aren't you happy for me? Um, but yeah, and then of course my pop goes to the movies. Those are my girls. You know, those are my girls. Um, but a couple of new ones I want to turn you guys on to. There's one, it's called HMO, but it's Hear Me Out. And go Ooh, follow. I like that. I know, isn't it cool? And I'm pretty sure I just got on him. His page is beautiful. His, you know, and they're just very eye catching. And so I'm going to tag him and I want you to follow him. And another one, and this is different. This is a little different. And I don't know how I got onto this, but I'm glad I did. It's called The Nostalgic Frames. And this, this page just puts beautiful pictures. Not, not really of movies, um, but just photography. And I mean, when I see these pictures come across, it's just a nice change. You know, because all I follow are film people on Here's Our Take. But then I follow this guy, and I, and I love his photographs. They're beautiful. <laughs> so just take a change and follow him too i'll tag him as well um but yeah these these are great people they deserve a follow awesome and stay tuned and we'll be back next time go to the movies